Luke chapter 15. Hear now the word of the Lord. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. And so he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he finds it, he lays it on top of his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that was lost. Just so I tell you, there is more joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated if you so choose. If you would like to stay standing, you feel free. Make yourself comfortable. We're going to be here for a while this morning. That's a joke. As Jesus was teaching, there were in the crowd people who were not normally invited to Jewish parties. There, there were people who didn't show up at the weddings, who didn't receive the invitation to the family uh, reunions, who were passed over for the Wednesday night meals. In fact, some of those people in that crowd before Jesus actively took advantage of others. They were shady characters listening to Jesus. The scripture calls them sinners and tax collectors. And all these years later, we're still not quite sure who those sinners are. If we look closely, we get some clues to who Jesus may be attracting. We may infer that, that some of these sinners were women of ill repute. We can guess that some of those men were of questionable character. That they were thieves. People who preyed upon the weak may be people with deformities or disabilities. The tax collectors we know a little bit more about. We know how they were viewed in Jewish society. They were outcasts. They were traitors. They had made their bed and laid down with the Roman authority, the very people who were oppressive, the very people who destroyed and killed and tore down the temple. Government that was against the people. The tax collectors made their money by working with the enemies. And these were the people that Jesus attracted. These were the people who gathered around them. And the religious folks, folks like you and I, they weren't very comfortable around them. The church-going folk, folk, church folk, they looked at each other, these sinners. 
they gave them the side eye and they wondered why they were there. And then to make matters worse, after the benediction, as the teaching ends, Jesus sits down and has a meal with those very sinners. It was scandalous. We don't normally invite people of ill repute, those shady characters, into our family tables. In fact, we take measures to make sure that they don't come here. We set up barriers and walls to keep people uh, like those and us separated. We have membership classes at church, and I make sure I go through our, our special rules as Nazarenes and say, now, now when you join with us, you don't do those kind of things anymore. Well, when, you're, when you're a part of this community, you leave that all behind. You're not that anymore. We have these sayings, birds of a feather, they, they flock together. Bad company corrupts good morals. This is what we teach our kids and what we worry about above anything else when they go off to high school, that they will go off and learn bad friends. They will get bad manners. And when they do, when those unsavory folk gather around, sometimes just like scribes and Pharisees, we grumble. The religious leaders grumbled. It seemed so inconsistent to eat and welcome the very dregs of society. And into that moment, where there was this division between the ins and the outs, between the religious and the, 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 the vagrants, between the good and the bad, Jesus tells parables. One sheep. Jesus says. Some versions say the littlest sheep, the ruddiest sheep, the ugliest sheep. One sheep goes missing, and the shepherd leaves his flock to the wolves and owls and whatever else eats sheep and goes out to find it. One coin, a drachma. The Moffat Bible translates it as a shilling about the same worth as that one ugly sheep, not even one-fifth an ox, just one coin. And the lady spends the entire day tearing up her house, sweeping and cleaning, looking under the floorboards. This kind of hide-and-seek seems a little excessive on one hand. To give your labor and time and energy for something so small may be humorous on the other. It seems irresponsible not to just cut your losses and get on with your day. Why sweep the house for one shilling? Why lose risk losing more of the 99 for just one? But that is what the shepherd, that is what the woman do. And then to make it even weirder, they come back with their small little prize and they throw a party. They invite their friends and neighbors over to rejoice. Something is lost that was found and there is joy. When something goes missing in my house, there is not joy. There is not. There is usually blame and anger and annoyance. When something of mine gets lost, because I never lose anything, I always put my stuff down in the exact same places. I know that one of the four other living creatures in my house has moved my things. 
and I am not slow to blame them, to call down curses on their heads, and to find out which one of them moved my stuff and why did they do it. I know this is very strange for all of you. None of this ever happens in your house. And then inevitably when one of my things is found, likely in the place that I had left it and forgotten, there is no celebration. There is only embarrassed apologies or doubling down on my frustration and blame, more likely. Jesus speaks these parables to a crowd of sinners, to tax collectors, and to righteous people. They are all listening, and usually with, with the parables of Jesus, we like to read ourselves into them. We like to find out where we are. Well, well, as I said earlier, clearly we're, we're the lost sheep that, that, that is found. We're the 99 that is left and abandoned. But I think what Jesus is actually doing here is, is telling us something else. Something about who our God is. After each parable, we get, we get this explanation. In verse 7, just so I tell you. There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Verse 10, just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one center, sinner who repents. The joy in heaven happens in that moment of repentance, of change, of being found that time when we admit when we're wrong. There is joy in God's throne when we turn. I'm not sure if we often think about God rejoicing and throwing parties. I think most of the time in my thought, I see God as stern and staid, aloof and judgmental. I don't see God in a little paper cone party hat. I don't see God with a noisemaker or one of those things that, that sticks out and whistles. But that is the picture we get. God searching for a little sheep and bringing it back and his eyes are beaming. God is the woman who spends her whole day for one lost shilling. And then he calls everyone when he finds it. God as a shepherd and a woman does not cut losses, but seeks out and finds us with all of the joy of a game of hide-and-seek. You know, something happens when we get older and we forget the rules of hide-and-seek. No, 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 that's not right. We don't forget the rules, we forget the point. Somewhere along the way we start thinking that the point is, is to hide. Uh, last week, I told you that there was a correct way to eat hot dogs. And let me tell you, I got one horrific po photo this week in my email of someone eating a hot dog the incorrect way with ketchup, and it was on a piece of bread. It was, it was, it was horrific. This week, I'm going to tell you the right way to play hide-and-go-seek. And if you learn and follow after me next week, I will tell you the correct way to put toilet paper roll on the hanger. But I don't think you're ready for that yet. To hide-and-seek. The right way. 
When you see, when you get older, you start thinking that the point is to hide, to, to find a place where you can be quiet, to find a place where you're away from the children. For me, that's what I like to do. I find the best hiding spot so that my kids are gone away and they don't find me. Then I can do what I really love in life, which is look at my phone or be alone or, or just take a nap. But then one day I realized that I was playing it all wrong. You see, the point of hide and seek is to, yes, hide, but it is to be found. If you're not going to be found, then the game is broken and no one wins. If you're not going to be found, then the kids are going to get wild and start breaking stuff. But in that moment, when you are found, there is joy and celebration when that moment when you are found, the children look at you and their eyes light up and they say, I see you, I got you. And the smile goes from ear to ear. Kids, when they hide, they want to be found. As we get older, we, we grow reluctant to be found. And we start to learn more and more clever ways to hide and disguise. We discover fear and stress and shame. And we start to accept the fact that we are just too far gone, too deep lost, too far out. But as a child, to win is to be found. And in that moment of being found, there is pure elation. There is laughter and celebration. They look at you with those eyes and they say, let's do it again. For them and for me, there is something inside us that calls out to be found, to be seen. Beloved, we are the lost sheep. We are the lost coin. And God is the one who pursues and looks who looks under every nook and cranny. And the moment when we realize that God has found us, that God has scooped us up in those accepting God-sized arms, there is celebration. For it is God's very nature to find what is lost and to then rejoice, and not just rejoice, but to throw a party. This is what the woman does at the coin. And scripture says that God does this every time someone who is lost is found. When we are lost in sin and hiding from God and God finds us and we repent and we say to God, I've messed up. God's response is joy. And I love the image of this passage of the God of the universe, not stern and staid, not frowning with judgment, but in delight and laughter, throwing a party. And that's a sign of Lent that I don't know if I've ever considered before. Here we are in 40 days of, of fasting and prayer, of thinking about our sin and, and returning again to repentance, of getting ready for the cross and, and kind of this time of, of dourness and sadness. When we again return to the fact that we are broken people, that we choose the way of sin instead of the way of grace, that we choose to hide behind shame and fear and stress, 
And all this while, maybe, our God, the great shepherd, our God, the searching woman, with joy in his eyes and celebration in her voice, is saying, I got you. I have found you. Now let's do it again. Let us pray. Almighty God, may your searching spirit find us wherever we have ventured. And may in that moment when we hear your calling voice, when we feel those arms of acceptance, would you, O oh God, break down the shame, the fear, and the stress? Would you break away the chains of sin and allow us, O oh God, to be found? And may we, O oh God, see in your face the joy, the celebration, and the great acceptance. In the name of our shepherd, the one who seeks and saves the lost, we pray. Will you join me this morning as we worship together?